Welcome to the Art Life Faith Podcast. This is the show where we talk about art, what it has to do with your life, and what it has to do with the Christian faith. And I'm your host, Roger Lowther. Hey, this is episode four. I've lived in Japan for 15 years now, so it feels like home. There's nothing unfamiliar to me. You know, when I look at signs, I actually know what they say. <laughs> but there are these times when it feels foreign to me. Where I'll think something like, wow, that's exotic. Sometimes it's a smell in the air. Sometimes it's a sound that I hear. Sometimes it's the feel of the atmosphere. It really is one of those joys about living overseas that I get to experience different parts of the world like this. When we moved to Tokyo, there are these old houses, wooden houses, next to our apartment building built in that kind of traditional style that I love so much. And I had to pass by it every morning, taking my kids to kindergarten. And the smell would come out of it, a really pleasant smell, but I didn't know what it was. I couldn't identify it. And my kids asked me about it too. What, Daddy, what is that smell? I said, I don't know. So one day I decided to find out. The door was open. I popped my head in and behind the counter, there was an older woman and she invited me inside. So I felt pretty dumb walking to the store and asking, uh, so what do you sell here? I mean, who does that? Walking into a store asking, what do you sell? Uh, But anyway, she said, well, let me show you. And she gave me a little piece. It kind of looked like a, a small fish. I looked down to the glass display and saw a lot of different brown things lined up. Um, it kind of reminded me, this is a, a terrible image to give you, but of like a Dunkin' Donuts or something. All the different donuts are lined up and there's different kinds, you know, something like that. It had a strong taste, not unpleasant. It was a good taste, but it was strong, thick, you know. It was a little bit sweet, a little bit salty. It actually reminded me a little bit of uh, potato chips, which of course is nothing like potato chips. <laughs> so so here I am imagining donuts and potato chips when this thing is nothing like donuts or potato chips. But I just had nothing to compare it to, you know, and of course now I'm doing a terrible job of describing it to you. Anyway, so I had no idea what this thing was. And she told me that this is Scudani and that there was a long history of it in the neighborhood. Clearly, I need to learn what these things were, if for no other reason that I live in Tsukuda. Okay, these, this food group, Tsukuda-ni, was invented where I live. So here's a food that's invented here in a very small part of Tokyo, and it takes about five minutes to walk across Tsukuda. Okay, so clearly I need to know more about it, and so I looked into it. Apparently, in the 17th century, there were some fishermen in Osaka in a little area called Tsukuda. And when Ieyasu Tokugawa, the famous general, who, who was, he was the one that united the country of Japan, made it one country, they were escaping from another army, and these fishermen provided boats and preserved fish to help. So as a reward, Tokugawa invited these men and their families to move to Tokyo to provide food and fish for his castle. The island in Tokyo was renamed Tsukuda after their home in Osaka. And actually, the connection between these two cities continues today. My children, when they went to Tsukuda Elementary School, began connecting with the students at Tsukuda Elementary School in Osaka, 
So Tsukuda Tokyo and Tsukuda Osaka still remain connected through field trips and other kinds of activities. So these fishermen, they invented this food called tsukurani, which literally means simmering tsukura. So in order to preserve the fish from going bad, they simmered it in salt, sugar, and soy sauce. So this was a, a creative act on their part, you know, deliberately designed to bring beauty to a world that's full of the rot and stench of death. And as I've thought about it, I think about my own body, you know. Our bodies are always falling apart. Our relationships are always falling apart. We're always so tired and so stressed. What is the process that can preserve us from the rot and stench of death? 1 Corinthians 15.53 says, We will be changed, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When you look up at this shop, it is actually written Tsukuda Ni on the front of the shop. The Japanese character for Tsukuda is made up of a person standing next to a rice field. But the way the rice field is portrayed looks to me, you know, as an American, like a cross in a square or cross in a box. So when I see this Japanese character, Tsukuda Ni, up on the storefront, I can see the shape of the cross. And I see a person standing next to it amidst the threats, accusations, curses, and the brokenness of this world. We can stand next to the cross. So to be preserved in this world, to be clothed with the imperishable, we need to be simmered. We need to be simmered in the gospel. We need to be simmered by the cross. And by the grace of God, it protects us from the rot and stench of death. God is our nourishment. God is our sustenance. And I believe we can know something about God through the food that we eat, that it shows us in deeper ways what his sustenance is really like. And then in heaven, we'll be enjoying God forever. So just like on earth, when we cannot possibly know all the different tastes of this world, in heaven, we cannot possibly know the depths of God's goodness to us. This is Roger Lather, and you've been listening to episode four of the Art Life Faith podcast. As we say in Japan, Ja matane. See you next time. Mm-hmm.